everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. Okay, guys, so I've been writing a book lately. It's called Overthrowing the Judge. And I want to give you all a sneak peek at this. This is the rough draft first version. This is just me sitting in the living room talking into my phone. So there may be some, you know, sentences that don't come together so tight. I'm going to rework it, but I, I want to give you a sneak peek of this. Let me know what you think. Make some comments. Tell me what you think about this. It's called Overthrowing the Judge. Most people live with a judge in their mind ruling over their life. The judge is that silent voice in your head that's holding you back from everything you were meant to be in this life. The judge is not your conscience. He's going to disguise himself as your conscience, but he is not. Your conscience is what distinguishes right from wrong. The judge has no concern over right and wrong. The judge only wants to stop you from living your life. The judge is there to manipulate and lie to you. The judge is what causes you to doubt yourself. When your positive thoughts are replaced with doubtful thoughts, the judge has won. When you want to say something and you don't, the judge has won. When you want to do something and you don't, the judge has ruled. When you stop hoping and you start settling, the judge is winning and you are losing. The judge is constantly speaking to you, making suggestions that you are simply not enough. The judge never sleeps and never gets tired of judging and prejudging your every thought, word, and move. You were not born to live like this. No one was. Remember when you were a child and the sky was a little bit brighter? Your heart was a little bit lighter? Everything seemed more vivid, didn't it? You were born on purpose with a purpose. The odds of your life happening, it's not in your favor. It never was. Take for a minute to think about it. Your parents had to meet. Your great-grandparents had to meet. On both sides, by the way. This had to happen since the beginning of time for you to exist. Think of all the non-seemingly non-consequential events that could have happened that would have eliminated you. A traffic jam, a snowstorm, unexpected accident, and history's altered forever, and poof, you're gone. It's safe to say that the stars had to align for you to exist. I mean, not only is that amazing, but think of the billion-to-one odds that happened in your mom's womb for you to exist, and in your grandmother's womb, and so on since the beginning of time. The timing of all this is absolutely staggering for you to exist. It wasn't a billion to one. It was an infinity to one. It's safe to say that you were a living miracle. You were born on purpose, with a purpose, to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And you should never let the false sense of fear interfere with your life. We're all born with hopes and dreams for our life. Along with those hopes and dreams, you've been given every ability, every talent, every skill to fulfill your life's purpose. Look around. You live in an unbelievably grand world. The sun, the sky, the moon, it's all hung there to inspire you to greatness every day. I mean, the fact of the matter is this. Knowing that you are God's greatest creation, does the judge have any right to reside in your mind? So who is this judge? The judge is that silent voice in your head that's condemning you to a sentence of guilt, shame, and fear. These are the judge's primary weapons he uses against you, guilt, shame, and fear. The judge's purpose is to prevent you from living your life 
with enthusiasm, excitement, and joy. His purpose is to stop you from your purpose. The judge tells you you're not enough and you're never going to be. The judge is constantly looking for anything he can use against you as perceived failure to condemn you again and again. The judge wants to grow stronger and stronger. The judge's goals to have complete control over your life. The judge knows that guilt, shame, and fear, well, it's going to paralyze you and make you completely ineffective for your life's purpose. The judge is also not a fair judge. He's going to judge you for the same crime over and over, causing you to mentally beat yourself up day after day, week after week, year after year, which is perfectly designed to waste your life away. So who installed this judge in your mind? Well, you did. But you did it unknowingly. Everything starts out small. At some point in time in your life, a person, someone whose judge had complete control over them, said something negative to you, and you believed them. It's that subtle. It can happen at a dinner table. It can happen in a classroom or simply by taking a walk with friends. Someone said something about you that's negative. You believe it to be true, and just like that, the judge is born in your mind. The judge was silently installed in your mind by another person's judge to control you and condemn you to a sentence of guilt, shame, fear, and doubt. I have a vivid memory when I was in second grade. The teacher had the students going around the table reading their sentences out loud. You all remember. You count ahead, pre-read your sentence, practice. I couldn't read it, guys. When it came to my turn, I couldn't read one word. I sighed in disappointment and frustration, and then the teacher mocked me by sarcastically sighing and saying, it's kids like you that can't read that drive me crazy. <laughs> I'm seven. At age seven, the teachers know everything. If she says I can't read, I can't read. With my newfound understanding of myself, the judge was born, installed in my mind. I paid the price for the next five years. I finally learned to read in fifth grade, but not before being held back not once, but twice. I'm proud to say that I graduated high school at the ripe old age of almost 20 years old. Judges thrive in the weak-willed people in society. When the judge uses someone to clone the judge and another person, they are usually unaware of what they're doing. Their judge is sly enough to keep them unaware of the pain and suffering they're causing another person. The judge knows that people are naturally good and people care. The judge knows he must brainwash the individual to the point that the judge has, be, has become one with the person. The poisons of the judge is camouflaged. He camouflages them and they're accepted as sarcasm, gossip, or tough love. When the judge has totally convinced you into believing the lies told about you, you are now living a life based upon lies. The judge is now in complete control. Guilt, shame, and fear is so powerful that once this happens, hope, joy, and peace of mind is a thing of your past. You're now one with the judge, with a mission to spread doubt, fear, and shame and guilt to others. As you judge yourself, you will judge others. This is why the judge in your mind is part of the collective effort of society's insecurities to keep people down and ultimately out of their life. Who you think you are today is based upon what you've accepted to be true as yesterday. What you believe to be true about yourself is exactly how you will project yourself to the world. As you think, so shall you be. So who's thinking for you? Is it the judge? 
or is it you? Look in the mirror and ask this question. Do I have peace of mind? If you do, this is wonderful. This means you've never let the negative on the outside get on the inside. It means you've never believed and implemented anybody else's insecurities based upon what they think about you. You're basically as free as a seven-year-old child, constantly smiling, playing, and just enjoying the days of your life. If you don't have peace of mind, you're going to have to go back to the moment you were told the lies about who you are. To overthrow the judge, you're going to have to fight back. You're going to need knowledge and understanding of what made the judge so powerful in the first place. But remember, the judge is willing to do anything to maintain control. And depending on how long the judge has been residing your mind, he may know you very well. He may, he's going to know exactly what buttons to push to make you quit. He's even willing to lie to you. To maintain control, the judge may even resort to substance abuse like drugs and alcohol to try to cloud your mind. The judge is going to tell you it's, it's just not worth it. You can't be in charge. Let me think for you. The judge knows that like attracts like. So the judge is constantly going to be on the lookout to bring people into your life to falsely confirm all your shortcomings. The judge is going to try to convince you that it's easier to give up and give excuses rather than get results for your life. He'll tell you, you know what? It's too late. You're too old. Don't believe it for a minute. The judge may be extremely powerful in all the negative attributes, but because the judge lacks any of the positive attributes, he is no match for even a little ounce of hope. Just like it doesn't matter how dark a room is when a candle is lit, the darkness is no match. And the darker the room is, the brighter that candle will shine. So how to silence the judge and live a life of meaning and purpose? Understand that your words are only about you. And so it is with everybody else, by the way. Every word you've ever said has nothing to do with anyone but you. This is why you should only ever speak words of love and kindness and encourage, build people up. Use your words as if they have the power to destroy the entire world. After all, they do have the power to destroy your world. Never tear down yourself in an effort to tear down another. Never use your words against yourself. If I build up you, you will build up me. If I praise you, you'll praise me. If I help encourage hope in your future, you will encourage mine. Never let the judge speak for you. Speak for yourself. Say exactly what you need to say and when you need to say it and say what you mean. Saying the words that you need to say with a loving heart will set you free. It's going to bring you peace of mind. You should also go out and clear up everything with everybody in your life. If you have any indifferences with anybody, you should go to them as fast as you can and tell them you want to clear the air. Apologize for having any issue between the two of you that bound you together in time like a tight knot, hindering both of you from living with a sense of freedom and peace. Know that if you hurt someone, you're only hurting yourself times seven. If you hurt someone, depending on the power of their judge, they may want to hurt you. You may now have set yourself up for pain and suffering at some point in time that you don't even know when it's going to happen. Think of a snake that bites you. The snake may hurt you in the moment, but you will now forever want to bash that snake and every other snake that you see. To destroy the judge, you should also give every day your best. Perform to your best every day. Make the day your masterpiece. When you give your best every day, the judge will wither out of your mind because there's nothing to judge. Giving your best every day, 
Doing this is not going to stop the judge from, from lying to you, though. In the beginning, he's going to make things up. He's going to say things like, you could have done a little bit better. This is when the battle really begins. The judge is not going to like that you are content and that you have peace of mind and that you're doing the very best you can. You're going to have to fight back with everything in you. Can you imagine how hard you would fight if a loved one or an innocent child was being attacked by a dog? You wouldn't hesitate. And you would do everything in your power to save the innocent child from the attacking dog. This is the aggression you must fight to kill the judge. Doing the best you can every day will give you the powerful argument against the judge. You're going to be able to see through the lies knowing that you did the absolute best you can. There's something else you could do. You could show love to everyone and assume that they're doing the best they can. Knowing that you did the best you can and assuming that they're doing the best that they can, only happiness can come from this. When you are loving towards everyone all the time, you're going to see love all around you. By loving others, guess who you're really loving? Yourself. As your love grows for others, guess what's going to grow as well? The love for yourself. You will soon understand that you can only love someone else as much as you can love yourself. Just as the limits of pain and suffering you will endure from others is equal to the amount of pain and suffering you will impose upon yourself, the amount of unconditional love you're able to give to others is equal to the amount of unconditional love you'll give yourself. If you are not worthy, then neither is anybody else. Conversely, the more valuable you are, the more valuable you see yourself, the more valuable you will see everybody around you. To what extent are you willing to live to avoid a feeling? Always assume everyone's doing the best they can. It's a great weapon against the judge. Knowing that you're doing the best you can and assuming that everyone's doing the best that they can, this earns you the right to say to the judge, you're in contempt. You're out of order. Stop judging me. I did the best that I could with the day that God gave me. Assuming that everyone's doing the best they can is going to put you in a perfect position in life. You'll never be in contempt. This is kind of the beginning of the book, guys. I hope it's powerful. I hope it's life-changing. I hope it takes the complicated and makes it simple. Thanks for listening, y'all. I love you.